the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, you know, I didn't make a big deal about it, but my vehicle was actually damaged uh, by some of the protesters when I was covering one of the protests. I didn't make a huge deal about it. I wouldn't want to be the focal point, but it's true. Some of the uh, protesters, they did. They damaged my vehicle. They broke the window on the side of my car. So what did I do? I brought it to West Fountain Auto Body, and you can call them today, 272-3340. I had to get it fixed. It was obviously damaged. They also damaged part of the door. And so I took it to West Fountain. I called Kenny at West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Kenny and Patricia, West Fountain folks. They did a fantastic job. With me, I mean, that's there was only one place I was going to bring it. I needed to get my car fixed. Now, listen, if you're ever in an automobile accident, something happens to your vehicle, and you need to get it repaired, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, the original, the best, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. If you're in an accident, something happens to your car, bring it to West Fountain. 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. West Fountain Auto Body. Well, good morning, folks. It's John DePietro on this Friday. Uh, remember, weekdays, 11 to 2, right here. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, topetro.com. Let's start with it. I want to start and play for you the sound. Uh, this is, uh, it's insulting. It is Governor Raimondo yesterday doing an interview. Tim White of Channel 12. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, nothing is casual with the governor. Nothing's an accident. Remember, she says things that for a purpose, for a reason, there's a message here. I'm going to tell you what the message is, and and, and then I'll, I'll explain it. But let's hear again. This is yesterday. I did post this, by the way. If you go to the website, petro.com, we have the story. Ramundo calls the president insane. Here's her comments with Tim White of Channel 12. Delaying the election. Delaying the election. It's insane. Like... He's insane. He has no authority to... The whole reason Governor Mundo, Tim White, that was something that uh, President Trump had floated out. Uh, With everything going on, and schools are being delayed, and everything's being delayed, and we're already seeing that it's... I I, I don't know about you folks. I, I don't feel comfortable with these mail ballots, everything being done through the mail. This is a very important election. I, I played the uh, the sound of the television station that did their own little mock thing and found that three out of 100 votes never showed up. Many of them showed up late. There was other mail mixed in with it. So with a 3%, when you're talking about 100 million votes, that's 3 million people whose votes would not end up showing up. But let's go to that comment. And can we actually play it again? Again, this is Governor Raimondo with Tim White of Channel 12. That, as far as I know. And she's saying that she feels that President Trump is insane because there's something much larger here that I want you to understand. Let's go to Tim White, sets it up. By the way, I, I like him. Not much pushback here, but um, it's his first time seeing her, interviewing her in a while. But let's uh, play it. Governor Raimondo. i here that the president had tweeted out that he's <coughs> floating the idea of I saw that. You saw that. Delaying the election. Delaying the election. It's insane. Like, he's insane. It, uh, he has no authority to do that, as far as I know. Um, what does it say to you that he tweeted that out? He's losing his mind, you know? He's sending in federal agents into states for no apparent reason. No apparent reason. Now, there's a lot there. Let me touch on that. We're going to come back to the insane part. No apparent reason. See, these are talking points. Portland. 
She goes on to say, I'm not going to play the full thing. The governor goes on to say, what, why would you be sending said federal agents into Portland? Those are peaceful protesters. Have, have you seen, and I wouldn't blame you if you haven't, because the media has not covered it the way they should. Have you seen what is the situation in Portland? Why? That was a federal courthouse that they wanted to burn down. Why the president had to send in. Those people, you want to talk about people that are insane? Those people in Portland. Every single night, over 60 days, nonstop protesting. They throw bombs. They constant harassment. They've destroyed the area around the federal courthouse in Portland. You want to use the word insane? I'll tell you, that's who's insane. Those people are. What is the president supposed to do? And that has become the narrative, by the way. I've heard this from several Democrats. Can you imagine sending in federal troops? Can you imagine every single night till three in the morning, all these people going and they just uh, throw rocks and they go after the police and they've done so much damage and doing all this to a building? And all they talk about is sending, what does she say, federal agents in for no apparent reason. I'll tell you, between her and Cicilline, their number one goal is to continue to insist that these people are protesters, even though anyone, a child, could look and say, what are they doing with their gas masks and the helmets and throwing things and screaming and vandalizing, and they were setting fires. And I mean, my God, you look at the footage in Portland, Oregon, it looks like it's a foreign country. Now, let's get back to... And I want to touch on this is so important for you to understand. And no one will tell you this. There's a message there. This is voter intimidation. Governor Raimondo is saying President Trump is insane. So what does that make you if you want to vote for him? What does this make if you're an elderly person living in a nursing home? who happens to watch Fox News all day, who happens to, and the president has a lot of support amongst the elderly. What does this say to an elderly person who is saying, you know, I have a, a Trump hat or a Trump pin or a flag or something, and yeah, I plan to vote. You're insane. He's insane. That makes you insane. And you know what the real message is, folks, for those that are in a nursing home in York now, as Governor Amundo has just deemed you, if you want to support President Trump, you're insane. You know what that means? That means there's really no reason we should let your family visit you. Guess what? You're going to get COVID and you're going to die in this nursing home. And you're not seeing your family. Because I control whether or not you get to see your family. And I've just deemed you insane. And if you have a Trump hat and you're a Trump supporter, well, then you must have. You lost your mind. Why should we waste our time? Why should we spread the virus with someone who's obviously insane? How about if you want to do business with the state? And there are. Governor Mundo, folks, this is a clear message. In her world now, she just deemed, and we'll play it again, she's saying President Trump is insane. If you're a supporter of his, well, birds of a feather, that makes you insane as well. And we don't have the time or the patience or the energy to deal with people that have clearly lost your mind. So now if you, as I said, you want to do business with the state, you somehow have to interact with the state. How about a nursing home and the person happens to be a Trump supporter? Well, good luck. But let's really talk about the elderly and you want to vote for this president. You better think long and hard because Governor Raimondo is saying, I control if anyone sees you in that nursing home. That's a fact. They can't deny that. That is absolutely a fact. I decide, I decide whether or not you get to see your family again. And I'm just not sure it's worth the risk to have the virus spread with someone who's obviously insane if they're supporting President Trump. You want to talk about voter intimidation. My God, does it have to be any clearer? Let's play it again. You know, there's many things the governor could have said. Governor Mundo could have said, I disagree with that. She even says, I don't think there's anything that can stop it. No, the talking points here is the president's insane. If you support him, what does that make you? And the people in Portland 
I don't see why the president would be sending federal agents into a state other than that anyone sees it. It's a nightly riot. They're trying to burn down a courthouse, vandalizing, going after the police. The people, if you want to talk about, use the word insane. And by the way, during this pandemic, when people are suffering from depression, anxiety, people losing their jobs, they're fearful of their health, they've been locked down, to so recklessly throw that around. I mean, there are people who can be deemed for a variety of different reasons, some of it genetic, by the way, that they have very, very strong mental challenges, bordering on unusual, insane behavior, perhaps. Uh, We've seen some people start to lose it a little bit. They go somewhere and someone tells them to put on a mask or people just coming to blows. People are on edge. But the governor wants, so I think that's insensitive to toss that around with someone that's lost their business, lost their life savings, losing their career, fearful of the illness, can't see their sick mother or father in a nursing home. There are people that are seeking mental health. This is such a very challenging time for everyone. I think it's very, um, it's very insensitive at the least to throw around and mock people that are having some challenges with their mental health. I think it's another degree bordering on voter intimidation for any elderly person. The message here, especially those of you in a nursing home, if you think, if you just think of voting for this guy, we will deem you insane and you will never see your family again. You're going to die in that nursing home alone of the coronavirus. Here's the governor with Tim White. For you to come in here that the president had tweeted out that he's floating the idea of... I saw that. You saw that. Delaying the election. Delaying the election. It's insane. Like, he's insane. He has no authority to do that, as far as I know. Um, What does it say to you that he tweeted that out? He's losing his mind, you know? And what does that say... To any, anyone that was actually thinking of voting for that individual. <clears throat> I think it's insensitive, as I said at best. I, I, I don't see anything. And again, folks, um, it's John DePietro. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This is someone to me that just doesn't do things by accident. When she came out, and said, our problem is, pause, we've been partying too much. That's a set line. So much of this is orchestrated, pre-thought, designed. Using the term, there's a lot, as I said, there are a lot of different ways you could have answered that question. I don't think we should. I think we should go ahead with the election. I don't like that idea at all. I don't think the president has the power to do that. But the labeling of insane is by design. That is to send you a message, a very clear message, especially elderly voters. People that do business with the state that might be a Trump supporter, that's almost like a separate situation. But there was no mistake on this. let's, Let's just call it what it is. There was no mistake on this. This wasn't done. Oh, did I say that? No. The message is very, very clear. And to label someone that, this is another element to intimidate you from voting for the president and also shame you. See, it's not enough that they're saying you're a racist if you're voting for him. That, that's not working. It's like they're trying to crack a code. You're going to support the president. You're going to vote for the president. They're trying to figure you out. They're trying to crack the code. What could we say that would make people not want? Because the Trying to push Biden is not working. Not forget for the Trump supporters. Trying to label you a racist, that's not working. Maybe if we label that, you know what? If you're voting for him, you are not of your sound mind. The next move, I kid you not, the next move is going to be Trump voters, listen to what I'm telling you, Trump voters will not, their votes won't count. Because they are not of sound mind. Because 
in her mind, Governor Mundo, Trump's insane. So therefore, if you want to vote for him, connect the dots, that makes you insane. You're not of sound mind. So guess what? Your vote doesn't count. Very, very frightening times. Folks, stay tuned. A lot more head right here on the John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401-351-7600 remember estimates are free financing is available let's be nice and comfortable in your home jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining me right now, he is our uh, police law enforcement expert, retired detective Raymond Pigatori. Ray, I want to start. Boy, you hate to see this where uh, frontline workers, first responders, Generally, they work hand-in-hand in conjunction, but it gives you some insight to the times that we're living in right now. Where, And I think you're going to see this happen with other, hopefully not, but I think you will. But the Hingham Fire Department in Massachusetts, they're now removing thin blue line flags from engines. You know, this is another sign um, that as much as police and fire generally, you know, have to work together a lot. The, uh, because the police are literally under fire, so to speak, these days, that suddenly now you have uh, firefighters, instead of being able to show, show their support for police, are, have to do the opposite and withdraw their support like a lot of other organizations. John, it's, uh, it's just appalling um, that you know, we're, a, we're a brotherhood, sisterhood of uh, firefighters, police. We've always been working hand in hand respond to calls together so we have each other's back constantly and for the administration of the town in hingham or the, the fire chief uh to have that flag removed um it's just a, another slap in the face of first responders and it's truly a sad sad time uh when a flag that represents a lot of different meanings it represents falling police officers it represents police officers that support each other and for them to, you know, be mandated to remove the flag, it's 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 just horrible. Ray, do you you hear from? I mean, what what has just happened? In it's really it was the end of May was the situation with George Floyd. So it's really talking about just a two month span of time, June and July. It is amazing the reaction, and I mean that in a bad way. Where now. Uh, they they have really those forces that work twenty four seven across the country. They have gone into overdrive, and and you can't. It's hard to ignore. They they truly have damaged the reputation of police to the point that the average person going back to that back the blue rally that that was unfortunately postponed. But when I was even um, talking to different people about attending. Some people said, you know, I feel somewhat uncomfortable going to something like that, showing my support for police. 
Boy, think how in just a very short amount of time, Ray, how, how that has changed and where people really start to think twice of, gee, I don't want to be seen as someone supporting the police. Uh, you know, you couldn't have uh, said it any better. The the morale of the police officers are out there have to be diminished because uh, to get up every day and have to go to work and to face the adversity that they're facing, it, it's just they're under a microscope 24-7 now. You know, it was always, you know, people watched out for what was going on in police departments. But now it's every little thing that is taking place, uh, whether officers feeling uncomfortable just trying to stop at a coffee shop, people, you know, looking at them, in a, you know, out of, out of the corner of their eyes, wondering, you know, why is that police officer here? You know, don't don't sit near me. Uh, because, like you said, they don't want to be seen as a supporter of police officers. Um, that rally that you mentioned, you know, uh, I explained uh, earlier uh, last week that I had gone the night it did get canceled. Yep. And there was a there was more civilians supporting than there was actually police officers there, um, which was a good sign. But, you know, uh, you attended the rally the night after and uh, it was it turned into uh, a real a horror show real yeah. quick, real quick. And it, it is it is a sad state where, you know, we're, we're, we're ordinary people. We get up, we go to work just like anybody else. You know, and our, our job is to make sure law and order is there and, and it'll keep the peace. And now it's you know, it's, it's tough to get up every day uh, for these officers out there to keep that attitude going that they're going to do the uh, better for the community when the community is fighting against them and literally fighting against them. That's right. Folks, we're speaking with uh, law enforcement expert Raymond Pigatori. Ray, our next story, Rhode Island has paid out $8.6 in fraudulent unemployment claims. So you had the whole situation where uh, at a, a slew of a time that these people trying to get their unemployment, then suddenly some people, they stopped getting their unemployment that's a lot of money. How do police, you're the police, how do you start to approach uh, an investigation of this kind? Well, first off, the, the, the amount of money that went out the door of the state's uh, coffers there is really amazing. And you know, once there's free stuff out there, there's going to be people coming from all over to get what they can and then some. And, you know, there's... A concerted effort on people's part to try to uh, attempt to get money from the state uh, in a nefarious way. Uh, you know these these people are shop. They like they like the scammers that uh, prey on uh, the elderly, and they'll prey on free stuff. And they'll grab social security numbers from anybody. And so now you have to backtrack with uh, everything is uh, predicated pretty much with uh, people's social security numbers. So now you got to stop backtracking. How many times was this number used? And it's, uh, you know, it's an extensive uh, investigation. And you hate to see it happen because there are people out there that really need you, truly needed that money. And uh, to have their money get delayed or stopped, uh, it's, 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 it's a tough time as it is. And when you got no money coming in, it, it makes life even uh, more difficult. Is it difficult, um, financial type crimes and crimes of this nature, is that, um, that is definitely something that has somewhat evolved, uh, I would imagine, with police departments, because someone uh, has mentioned to me in the past, just when, when you have um, financial crime type of crimes to investigate, that's far different than someone to go check out a, you know, a break-in or a robbery. It can be very extensive, and sometimes the individuals may... You know, we don't know, but they may not even be in Rhode Island from where they're operating from. Uh, most times they're not. Um, when uh, people uh, get preyed upon, especially with finances, uh, you know, it's not like the old days where you had that paper trail, per se. You know, a paper check, you could see that it was endorsed by somebody. Now with everything, uh, the, the new technology out there where you could just transfer money from accounts well, you know, if they get your account number, they, you can go in there at will, like their own personal ATM machine, and take money out. And I see it all too often with what I'm doing now as an advocate for elderly victims for, of crime, 
And it, it's a lot of these scammers uh, from overseas. And to investigate something like that, it is very, very, very difficult. Folks, coming up again, we're speaking with law enforcement expert Ray Picatori. Uh, a lot more ahead right here. Uh, some really interesting stories ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, you know, I didn't make a big deal about it, but my vehicle was actually damaged uh, by some of the protesters when I was covering one of the protests. I didn't make a huge deal about it. I wouldn't want to be the focal point, but it's true. Some of the uh, protesters, they did. They damaged my vehicle. They broke the window on the side of my car. So what did I do? I brought it to West Fountain Auto Body, and you can call them today, 272-3340. I had to get it fixed. It was obviously damaged. They also damaged part of the door. And so I took it to West Fountain. I called Kenny at West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Kenny and Patricia, West Fountain folks. They did a fantastic job. With me, I mean, that's there was only one place I was going to bring it. I needed to get my car fixed. Now, listen, if you're ever in an automobile accident, something happens to your vehicle, and you need to get it repaired, call West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340, 272-3340, the original, the best, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. If you're in an accident, something happens to your car, bring it to West Fountain. 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. West Fountain Auto Body. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega MEGA, Mega truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110-508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. We're speaking with our law enforcement expert, Raymond Pigatori. Ray, this uh, next story, um, according to the feds, an Andover man that was caught in Georgia after faking his own death to avoid prosecution. Back when uh, with the pandemic, there was a restaurant a uh, couple of them but one in uh two in warwick called one called the remington inn the other one called top of the bay so allegedly this man and his partner they claim that they ran those restaurants they were able to get some of that um the government money being given out ppp money and as a result of that they i think they were able to get like four hundred thousand. this man apparently had closed this remington inn he had nothing to do with top of the bay but they were caught, and 
according to the story, he went to somewhere near the water in Massachusetts and, and basically left his information, left a suicide note, and disappeared. But they ended up catching up with him in Georgia. What, what are some of the things, when, when they arrived on the scene, and we don't know all the details yet, but just your experience, um, this is someone when they caught up to him, apparently had multiple IDs and things like that. What goes into an investigation to determine that this, I guess he was trying to give the appearance that maybe he had jumped into the ocean and taken his life, but that was not the case. Like that, you're going to find the car abandoned in the parking lot. He may have left his cell phone, his sneakers, his wallet. Um, Again, you can't ever assume anything. So the police in Massachusetts did search the waters, came up with nothing. Uh, so now what do you do? You start going back to the family, start talking to them, talk to friends and wait it out. If somebody's going to make a mistake along the way, somebody's going to reach out to him he, or he's going to reach out to somebody and communicate somehow, some way. So the, again, with the advent of technology out there, you can check their Facebook accounts. You can check, you know, any, any of these social media accounts and cell phone records. Eventually, they're going to locate him. Uh, he's going to, like you said, he had multiple IDs. Um, they'll start researching this ID. Maybe that name's being used in another state like it was. And people will leave a trail. For someone to go uh, totally uh, off, off the grid, it, it's kind of hot. It really is. And you know, great work by the police department. The U.S. Marshal's Office was involved. And you know, ultimately, he was caught. And again, crime of opportunity. Here's poor people that are trying to run a businesses and they need this money. And here's people like himself and his partner that ran the Remington Inn, you know, allegedly taking that money from the government that somebody else could have used. You know, it's just, again, tragic. This is, this is a, a, a time that, you know, you just shake your head, things that are going on today. And it's very, very sad. Ray, when someone starts, decides to go on the run, um, I mean, it's one thing somebody could disappear for a week and maybe, as you say, be able to stay off the grid, maybe a month. But over time, that, I would imagine, you know, not anyone could do it. You see people that get caught. Look at the lengths this person was looking to try to avoid prosecution by even uh, faking his own death. I'm trying to say, my point is, you, you really start to look at and appreciate in a way I mean, Whitey Bulger was on the run for more than 10 years. It takes, number one, it takes means. He had cash. Uh, number two, he had a fake identity. And also almost like a sense of discipline because it really seems to be, as you say, a matter of time before maybe they try to contact a family member or something like that. And then they slip up and then the police are able to locate them. Um, again, we can name numerous people that have uh, stayed out there for an extended period of time. Uh, Joe Malacone. That's right. When he went on a run for oh, over 10 years, uh, he had the means also. And, uh, you know, that's that's the, a key thing, having the means and a support system out there. And if you have, you know, a large sums of money and you go underground, you're supporting yourself. You don't have to come up for air. You can stay out there. Um, and, but it's a full-time job. You're looking over your shoulders constantly wondering when, when, and where you're going to get arrested. And the people that get complacent, those are the ones that get arrested because they start showing their faces. They may start exposing the, their past life to people, uh, in confidence. And some, sometimes it just, sometimes it works and most times it doesn't. You know, it's a full-time, the case just doesn't go away. You know, they might not be working at every single but it doesn't go away. That's exactly right. Folks, we're speaking with Raymond Pigatori, who is our law enforcement expert. And uh, Ray, this next story, Minneapolis umbrella man who sparked AutoZone zone fire, turns out to be a Hell's Angel member. Um, th this story is uh, truly frightening because... The claims are that they do have – this is another example, I think, of the discipline of police. They have all that surveillance photo of the riots. But suddenly they notice this person who just suddenly walked among them 
and just started smashing windows. They're making the allegations that this was a uh, a white supremacist that was purposely trying to create uh, civil unrest and chaos. And what I uh, find interesting about this story is it just shows you the how the police, sometimes things are not exactly as they seem. You can't take anything for granted. And as the police dug into this story, uh, this was someone whose you know face was covered and so forth. But in the midst of the riots, it's almost as if police are able to look beyond all the smoke and the fire and the noise and look at the root cause of how did this, almost like a fire, how did this fire start? Well, and I'll get back to the police that get up every day and go do their job, even in these times of adversity. Um, and they still have to solve crimes. And here's, here's a person, person of opportunity. You know, we got riots going on, protesting, and everybody has the right they can protest. But when they take it to the extreme, like they some have, you know, burning police cars, uh, uh, looting buildings. I mean, the city of New York, uh, I just read that uh, they had over a million dollars worth of police cars destroyed. That's a crime that they have to solve. You know, they have to set, do everything they can to solve these crimes because people, people are looking for some type of uh, moral compass that, uh, that they still have the benefit of the police out there doing their work. And when you have people like gangs, uh, Hell's Angels, whether it be them, whether it be some other type gang, uh, the the gangs of opportunity, they they want to cause this unrest and maybe take the blame uh, and place it on someone else uh, and take it away from them. But ultimately, the police they do their job and they do they do it very well. They were able to solve this crime. And you just wonder how much more of this um, is out there. And uh, finally. You know, this story, uh, this is unusual, but I think it also illustrates the um, the nature of the different uh, extension of, of law enforcement. More than 100 Rhode Islanders have received these unsolicited seeds from China. Boy, and they're telling the people not to plant it. Boy, it's amazing, Ray, how, um, how you know, suddenly it's all different facets of life that people, police have to get involved and this is something that people are apparently receiving these seeds in the mail and being told to plant them. And, and certain people just take them out and start planting them. So I'm not sure how, how let's talk about the case. And then how do the police start to go about to try to track down and determine who's sending these these seeds in the mail? This this is just total lot of fiction that uh when, when, when I read the article of people receiving seeds, I'm like, well, why would people randomly uh, just receive seeds in the mail and then go plant them? Yeah. I mean, I, if I received them, Mario, I would be looking at them and throw them in the garbage. Say, well, you know, this is something I didn't solicit, nor do I want. And to form an investigation like this, again, very, very difficult. You have to try to backtrack where the postage is coming from. And if it's coming from China, I mean, it, it's a tremendous amount of man hours investigating something like this. I mean, I, I don't know the motive behind it. I don't know what these seeds are about. Uh, it wasn't uh, 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 printed in the paper about well, what type of seeds they are. It just said what to do with them. If you catch it, you know, if you receive them, but it's, it's very, very strange. And, it's going to take a lot of man hours to work on something like this. And then when they ultimately look at it, you know, what are these seeds all about? <laughs> are they just some type of plant? Is it some type of, I don't know, could be some type of poisonous plant. We, we don't know. It's just haven't had enough information uh, developed at this time, but they will be. It, I don't think this story is just going to be a short run story. I think it's, you know, it, it could be, a lot of different things why people are uh, sending these. But I just don't know at this point. Folks, um, we're speaking with law enforcement expert Raymond Pigatori. A lot more head with Ray right here on the John DePietro Show. 
Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, call today, free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401-353-9300. Folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call, free consultation, 401-353-9300. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also, this time of year, make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis, or an RV, an off-road vehicle, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401 401- Three five three ninety three hundred. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is aemazika.com. We're speaking with law enforcement expert Raymond Pigatori. Ray, I finally just want to uh, also touch on, you mentioned the, quote, protest Saturday night. To me, it seemed anything but, but was so impressive as someone who was there and uh, filming and covering it and so forth, was the Providence Police, their training, of uh, bringing people out in formation, in line with the riot sticks, the riot gear, the shields, and holding the line. Um, If you could touch on that, the strategy behind it, they showed, I thought, tremendous training and discipline. And when someone would, uh, and these people, to me, they weren't protesting. They were looking to fight and engage the police. Uh, But when they would apprehend one of them, the more people, more of the police would come out and they would hold the line. And every time, you know, two, three officers would have to apprehend someone to take them in, two or three more would come out. Um, that is uh, not so, certainly, I, I, I haven't seen anything like that. Um, it, it, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in, in Rhode Island, but it, it just showed to me what, and again, they didn't get a lot of credit for it, but incredible discipline, training, and dedication. 
and what goes in when they're holding that that line in a riot? Well, there is a tremendous amount of training that goes into this. It takes a lot of manpower. It takes a lot of hours to train these. And like what you said, though, resonates. We didn't think we'd ever have to see this in Rhode Island, but we are seeing it in Rhode Island. You know, when we have to step up and and train officers like this for these type of uh, civil unrest, um, you know, like we said earlier, protesting is one thing, but when groups are there just to, uh, you know, do otherwise, uh, do the, the destruction, uh, engage the police when uh, and looking to uh, instigate others amongst the crowd to you know follow in step and it when you do arrest one and the others are jumping in and they're screaming and hollering uh, hollering at the the officers it's um you know it's it's chaotic but these officers are well trained uh, the province police did a, a great job and but that's what they're trained to do. And it's something that you don't want to have to do. You don't want to have to use that training. But in these unfortunate days that we're facing here, that's that's the new the new norm, as everybody's been saying. And it's, it's tragic. Folks, he is our uh, law enforcement expert, Raymond Pigatori. Great, great job. Uh, stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now, Providence and North of Providence, I want you to try the 99.9 FM, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says Listen Live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that, on the dashboard, at the website, You'll see where it says radio show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on radio show and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel certified soft wash let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look right now spring is the time you can text jared free same day text estimate 401-617-2585 they have a great facebook page bethel certified soft wash let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home the side of your home on your pavement on your patio maybe it's on the basketball court Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great Facebook page. Jared, the before and after pictures are just incredible. What your home could look like or your garage, your property, with Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash. Now, Jared, he came to our house. Folks, it looks brand new. Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel Certified Soft Wash Power Wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. They said it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 find them on facebook it's bethel certified soft wash it's going to make your property your home your deck your walkway any outdoor surface he can get rid of it as far as the algae mildew gets rid of it with a very safe solution it's bethel certified soft wash have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Dot
When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I like to tell the story. I don't mind. But one morning, I went up to uh, get up to use the dryer and just had done a wash, and suddenly it wouldn't work. Now, did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401 401- 710-7096. We made an appointment. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be there at, at nine o'clock at five of nine. A truck appeared in my driveway. It said Ryan's appliance repair. He came right in, fixed the driver, uh, dryer, excuse me, within five minutes. And then I think it was about two weeks later, I went to make a microwave popcorn and then suddenly the microwave wouldn't work. So what did I do? I called Ryan's appliance repair at 401-710-7096. And then one time, even the oven wasn't working. And again, who did I call? You get the gist of the story. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Now, Ryan offers a senior citizen's discount. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor. And he'll also do a Saturday appointment. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, you know who to call. Call Ryan, 401-710-7096. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today, your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control annual program, lawn care service. They make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor at Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed. Call them today, 401-392-1025. Free uh, consultation and estimate, 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. And now is the time because you can get the early spring, the crabgrass control, time-release fertilizer, professional blend of high-calcium line, Lawn Doctor. Go online, check them out. It's LawnDoctor.com or call them today, 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. Johnson Propane, folks, stop in and see Phil Johnson. You can call him at 621-8129, located 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. Now, right in front of Stop and Shop next to Wendy's, they're open seven days a week for all your propane needs. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled, plus they have tanks and supplies. Here's the thing with Johnson Propane. 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. They'll refill your Blue Rhino tank. Now, most of the time, if you bring it somewhere, they swap it out and they charge you 22 bucks. Not with Johnson Propane. Phil will refill that Blue Rhino tank for just $15. They're open seven days a week right next door to Wendy's, credit cards accepted, 9 to 7 each day. Stop it and see Phil, and he never runs out. He's always backed up. Since 1971, you can depend. Johnson Propane, bring in your propane tanks. Call him 621-8129. Better yet, stop it and see him, 904 Manton Avenue of Providence, right in front of the Stop and Shop. The guy is a legend, and right next door to Wendy's, it's Johnson Propane. <laughs> 